0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Earn Your Life podcast with David Fernandez Jr. I am excited about this episode today. We have a very special guest joining us. Her name is Michelle Ra. She's an amazing person. She's a very, I admire her a lot because she's very aware. And uh, you're gonna get a a true sense of that today on this episode. Um, She's also um, just, you know, an entrepreneur. She's VP of a nonprofit organization. Welcome Michelle Ra to the Earn Your Life podcast.
1: Thank you so much, David, for having me. I'm so excited to be here talking with you because, yes, awareness is something that I think we're all coming to terms with, being aware of you know, how we are, how everything is going on right now, for sure.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So talk a little bit about uh, your nonprofit.
1: So this is actually something that I personally manifested. Um, being able to be part of this nonprofit organization was something that came actually as just like a gift to me. Um, I thought that I was going to, you know, be able to have a big impact on people, start a nonprofit, you know, when I already became a millionaire, when I already had, you know, a lot of money, a lot of time to really dedicate myself to it. Um, But little did I know just by doing the things that I was doing now, the opportunity presented itself. And so um, they gave me the, Vice President position of Reanimations Foundation, which is a therapeutic mentoring program. And we focus on everything that goes with mental health Mm -hmm. and, you know, making it a conversation, making it something that can be fun. You know, I I'm really excited to be working with them because I just want people to know that you don't have to be Britney Spears 2003 until you reach out and you let someone know that you'd like you'd like some support.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, what's crazy is that, you know, I've been on this journey for a while. You have too. And one thing that's very clear in my heart is that the the, 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 the moment that you're able to be vulnerable and, and share your true feelings is where like the most beautiful connection occurs, especially when, you know, you're seen and you're heard by someone else or in community or in a group or whatever the case is, it's like the most liberating most amazing feeling that um, I've ever experienced uh, in being in those spaces. You know, when you, we're just able to have a real conversation and not, not deal with bullshit or facades or, you know, these games or whatever the the, the case may be, but just be honest, honest with yourself and honest with people in relationship. Correct.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I feel like, you know, the term holding space for someone is something that i didn't learn until i started on this journey you know actually listening to someone and you know just hearing them out not necessarily having to provide a solution or giving them feedback because a lot of us have a lot of stuff inside of us that maybe we had felt ashamed or guilty to share and just being able to release it to vocalize it and to let go of it with the presence of someone to hold that space for us it's definitely done wonders for me. And I know that me and you have definitely had those moments. And Absolutely. so it takes a lot of strength to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really what we're learning right now, that we have to be vulnerable with each other because we are all humans. We all feel these emotions.
0: Yeah,
1: It's, it's really not something that we have to be ashamed of or that's wrong or that it's guilty or that there's something wrong with us. Um, And that's why I'm really excited to be part of this program, because instead of, you know, just working on things like by yourself and, you know, a lot of people are preaching the the self-love. And I and I completely understand that because it is a decision that you have to make. But at the same time, we're preaching self-love, you know, and self-care to people that need community care that mm. that maybe have never had a support system in their life that they don't even know what that looks like and yeah. i know i needed that when i was younger and i don't know if you've heard the phrase you know be who you needed when you were younger Ooh, and I love that. to be able to realize that right now at 21 is absolutely incredible and so that's why I'm really excited to be talking with you today because I know that we're not the only ones that feel this way. I know yeah. that there's so many people out here, especially listening to your podcast, Earn Your Life and and what that really means mm-hmm. because we have to go through these experiences. You know, there's going to be the highs, there's going to be the lows, but we can be here and we can be present for all of it.
0: Absolutely, um, absolutely. I love it. I love it. It's so true. You know what's so crazy is that our brain, you know, makes these attachments and our brain is wired to like keep us safe or at least the illusion of safe, right? So yeah. we never want to feel pain. We never want to feel, you know, uh, the hurt or whatever, maybe when, when it comes to emotions or ourselves. But in rea- in reality, like that's what will set us free is by being seen and being heard and, you know, someone holding that space, like you mentioned earlier, for us to just be able to release because I feel that that's a big part of the solution is this new awareness, this new teaching of it's okay to cry. It's okay. It's, it's a beautiful thing to cry. It's a beautiful thing to, to just fully express, um, you know, uh, yourself, whether it's complete joy and laughter and acting like a little kid or you know, <laughs> diving into that darkness, you know what I'm saying? And and in embracing that darkness because there's always going to be a duality. It's it's always constantly changing and shifting. So some days you'll have great, amazing days, other days you don't want to be bothered by anyone. You're just down, you don't even realize why, or whatever the case is, but always remembering that it's temporary. I think that's mm-hmm. such an important piece to the puzzle, is when you are feeling, you know, not like yourself or just feeling whatever emotion that you're feeling and is not sitting good with you, whatever the case may be, just know that it will be temporary and that it, it'll shift and, you know, other other energy will start coming. And being open to that, I think, is a beautiful thing as well. You know, it's just kind of like flowing like water, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I know when I felt more hopeless and feeling like there's just nothing else that I could do. I wanted to feel understood. I felt like no one understood me. Yeah. And when I was able to finally have a conversation with someone that shared with me that they had a similar experience mm-hmm. you know, to me, I felt seen, I felt understood. And I saw that it was okay that I could still keep going. Um, I feel like a lot of us you know, feel like we'll get to a point where, wow, I don't have more fight left in me. Mm-hmm. I don't have more fight left in me. I can't keep going. And that that ceiling, that that's where your breakthrough is, right? Mm-hmm. When you feel like you can't keep going anymore, that's yeah. when you find your real strength. That's where you find that seed that's always been inside you the whole time. And so really our mission as um as an organization is mm-hmm. to help everyone discover that true potential that we have locked up inside of us that, you know, where there's so many layers to a person, you know, not just what's on the outside and really getting to know people and understanding why they may say the things they say or do the things they do instead of just judging them outright for it. Seeking to understand Mm. is really, is really what took me so far um, in, in this journey. And I feel like we should seek to understand ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I personally dealt with a lot of, um, you know, low self-worth and feeling very guilty and feeling very ashamed, mm-hmm. feeling very ashamed. And right now I feel as a, as a collective, we are releasing that shame.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. You know, it's kind of crazy. And sometimes when, when you hear this, what I'm about to say, it's, it's sometimes difficult to understand. But collectively, I feel that whatever we're experiencing internally is manifested externally, right? So collectively, everything that's happening in the world right now, I feel there's like a new birth of awareness happening. And you have to go to that so-called, quote unquote, ugliness, Mm -hmm. you know, that that whatever you want to call it, that ugliness, that the stuff that no one wants to talk about, the stuff that no one really wants to face or feel or you know th- that stuff that looking in the mirror and like saying oh man like really really confronting whatever that may be right I feel that collectively that's happening right now and to me it's such a beautiful thing to see and experience because that gunk has to come out for us to find that clarity and for us to reach new levels of awareness because obviously the way you know things have been going or the teachings that were, you know, have been here or the programs, whatever you want to call it, um, they're, they're not working, you know? Like, I would always, I would do these camps before where it was, uh, you know, through this National Conference for Community and Justice, and we would bring up 100 students with like 20 faculty members up to the camp, up to the mountains, right? And the first thing that I would tell them when I'm kind of introducing the whole camp experience is, I would say isn't it crazy that we have to take you guys out of your environment and bring you guys up the mountain to make it safe enough to talk about or you know the the isms of the world, you know, the the things that affect our schools and communities or whatever the case is. So, that should tell you something's not right. When we have to Seriously. have this, you know what I'm saying, when we have to have these programs to be able to even start teaching this when I feel this should be taught from day one. here, I I have to say this, I'm just really feeling it right now, Michelle, is that, you know, I speak to kids all over the country. And, uh, you know, I set the tone, I I gain their trust through, through the beginning part of my, you know, presentation. And I'm real, like, I don't bullshit, I keep it real. And I feel that kids are able to see that coming a mile away in a beautiful way. And when I do that, I challenge them to, uh, to answer this question by raising their hand, right? And here's a question that I that I deliver. I ask them, raise your hand if you've ever felt alone, disconnected, or like no one really knows the real you as we speak right now. I'm telling you right now, I've done hundreds and hundreds of uh, presentations throughout the years. It's usually about 98 to 99% of the people that raise their hand by answering that question. I have my own theories that that other 1%, you know, because of like uh, peer pressure or, you know, image or whatever the case may be. Maybe they didn't answer, or maybe they did answer truthfully, you never know. But it's 98 to 99% of the people that raise their hands, including staff members. And then I hit them with the uppercut. Then I tell them to look around while they're raising their hand, right? And and this is presentation from like 500 to 3,500 all school assemblies. And they're all looking around with their hands raised. And then I hit them. I'm like, why is it that we're all feeling alone, disconnected, or like no one really knows the real us, if all we are is surrounded by people at school? At home and our community, at, at wherever, at work, wherever it is, we're surrounded by people. But at the same time, we're all feeling the same way, and that's I think what is is part of like the the solution, right? Is going back to what we're talking about when we have these honest conversations like this. That's where the magic happens.
1: That's so powerful. <laughs> it's that the is truth. that is so powerful. Just. Just even that question and having everyone in the room respond like that, honestly, that question alone made me cry, <laughs> if I'm being mm, real with you. Mm, mm. Because, especially with everything that's going on right now, at yeah. the end of the day, the only solution is for us to be here for each other.
0: Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I love that. Speak on that, my sister. Speak on that.
1: All that stuff that we've thrown under the rug that we that we are having to deal with now we have to pick it apart together. Not there's not one single person that can do this alone. And right. so I'm really really grateful to be able to be on this podcast and to reach everyone that is going to be listening to this um, because we are here for you. There are a commun- there is a community of people that want to hold that space for you. That that maybe have gone through similar experiences as as you, and that want you to know that you're not by yourself. I want you to know that you're by that you're not by yourself. Mm. I want you to know that there are solutions to your problems, that there are answers to your questions, and if you seek them, they will find you. And if you're if you're looking and you're paying attention, they will sh- they will reveal themselves to you. And it's mm-hmm. and it's magical and it's beautiful and it takes patience and it, it definitely takes it takes a lot of it takes a lot of patience and it takes a it takes a lot of you know personal will you know to keep mm-hmm. going and for me personally when I have a support system when I know that people love and care for me. I don't see it as necessarily a burden because I know that it can be for some people, but I I feel like wow, like how can I not show up for people that love me so much? You You know, how can I lie to myself and say that I'm not loved when there's people that are here for me and they're telling me these things that I can't see in myself. And I think that's so important. And that's why we need to talk with other people because there's there other people see stuff in us that we could never see. We are our own worst critic. You Mm -hmm. know, I know I am.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We all are. We all
1: are. Absolutely. And so it's, it's not necessarily about, you know, your financial status or your accomplishments or how many friends you have or anything like that, because I know people in all types, in all of those types of positions that are still feeling alone and are still not feeling fulfilled. And I really feel like it's because we've really neglected what our spirit really wants, you know? And, you know, growing up, you know, I'm 21. I do live by myself, but I'm still a child. You know, we are all still children. And, you know, growing up in this society, they kind of teach us to neglect that. And so it's so fun because, you know, through the foundation, there's different clubs, you know, dancing, you know, horseback riding, soccer, boxing. And for me personally, as someone who struggles with depression, me getting out of my head and into my body, something so simple Mm -hmm. literally changes the way I see everything. And so, you know, having these solutions and these programs where you can show up with other people is, is so powerful because honestly, I don't want to sit, you know, with this one lady and talk with her and tell her all my issues and cry to her. You know, I feel like I I already cried enough. You know, I want I want a solution. I want to be proactive, you know, about my mental health. And I want everyone else to be, too, because when you let it pile up and you hold everything in, I've seen those explosions. I've exploded myself and you burn out. And then you have to recover from that. So true. Yeah. So the work, the work that we're doing together as a collective is so powerful and we have to be able to forgive. Um, I feel like that's where the shame comes in, because for a long time, I couldn't forgive myself and I couldn't forgive the people that had hurt me. Mm -hmm. And when I chose to understand them, I could forgive them. And honestly, it was harder for me to forgive myself.
0: Yeah. And that boils down to love, right?
1: Yes.
0: Love. It's like, it's you loving yourself enough for you to be able to release and forgive and understand maybe even why, um, you know, whoever hurt you did what they did. And not that you're justifying it, not that you're, you know, that it makes it okay but you're able to release it for yourself because until you release it for yourself, you're held prisoner and it's, it's toxic and it'll eat you up inside. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Right. And it's, it's crazy because I'll, I'll give you an example, um, with, uh, my dad. So I had a dad that was, you know, grew up in a little town in Mexico and, All he knew was this uh, machista, you know, Mexican pride type of deal. He, you know, he was violent, alcoholic, hit me in the head, called me stupid idiot and all that. So growing up, obviously, you know, I'm a little kid. I'm getting treated like that. I'm thinking that I'm not worth anything because the one person that I look up to or, or, you know, my mom and my dad, you know, what he's telling me. He never told me he loved me. Right. So I was 19 years old when I finally had this breakthrough and uh, I cried and I, I literally he would train me not to cry. It was like, hit me in the head. And you know, I, I'm, I'm a little kid. I want to cry. And he's like, don't cry. That's what he, how he programmed me. Right. But I was able to break through at 19 and I released. And when I cried, man, I felt like I was crying for my dad, my mom, my sister, myself, everybody wow. before me, it was just like a soul cry. Right. Mm-hmm. Once I did that, I felt this like huge weight lifted off my, my shoulders I'm literally, I was outside. So I'm literally listening to the birds chirp on a different level. I'm feeling the wind. It was like, I was on a drug and I wasn't on a drug. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. And I asked myself a very important question. I said, what's, what is it that would make me happy? And the answer was, I want to get love from my dad. So before that, I had a lot of anger towards my dad, right? I didn't want to be like him. But at the same time, I was following his footsteps. That's mm-hmm. the crazy psychology about the resistance, right? Yeah. And and so finally, I like, I literally went to my dad. I I, I went to him and I'm like, hey, dad, I just want to tell you, I love you. And, and, you know, I tried to give him a hug. And it was like, I was hugging a brick wall. I was even awkward. Like, and that, that literally took years. I'd be on the phone. I'm like, hey, dad, I love you. And he would be like, and just hang up. But one day, and I'm talking about years later of me consistently just, I wasn't attached to the outcome as much. Of course, I would want him to hug me back and tell me he loved me for the first time, right? But I wasn't attached to it. I was just doing that for me. I wanted to show him love because I knew somewhere along the lines he was a little baby born and, you know, he wanted love. You know what I mean? Until yeah. this environment. Influenced him or programmed him, so I knew he had that little heart in him. So I'm like, man, I'm gonna break through one of these one of these days, <laughs> and I didn't give up, right? But ultimately, one day, let me tell you, Michelle, I I'm having a conversation. We're having a good time, and all of a sudden, he goes, "I'm Michael," and he does this like football. He lunges and, and does this like awkward football type of tackle hug, right? And after he did that, what do you think happened?
1: Oh my gosh. Did he cry? No.
0: <laughs> what? He slapped me, check this out. This is the crazy thing about it, right? A lot of people laugh when I say that. I was just so happy that he hugged me that yeah, I didn't even feel the slap. <laughs> but here it was, after he finished hugging me, he, he's like, when he's releasing me and he's going back, it's like, he slapped me and I got it in that moment. He was. It was so vulnerable for him to do that, to give me that hug it was such a vulnerable moment and and huge step for him that all that programming of like, you know, having to be this certain way or whatever the case is, that was his way of kind of trying to hold on to it. Right. After everything was said and done, like he apologized for slapping me and all that. And like I told you, I didn't even feel the slap. I was just so happy that he like gave me a hug. Right. Ever since then, I was able to kind of like continue on this, uh, you know, this new relationship with my dad. And now, man, we hug and kiss and tell each other we love each other. We sing together like things that I never would have experienced before, right? (laughs) And let me tell you something very important. My dad hasn't really changed. My dad is still caught up in his habits and behaviors and, you know, his addictions and all that. But what changed was my relationship with him and how we experience love together. So he's still on his journey just like I am, Mm -hmm. but it's beautiful that we're able to have a genuine relationship as far as just being able to tell each other that we love each other. And, you know, he tells me, I love you like no problem now, you know what I'm saying? But that all came from my internal, my work, you know, how deep is that?
1: Right. It's so deep. And I, I want, pe- I want more people to know this and really internalize it because that also helped me so much with my relationship with my mother, you know, re- Sleep
0: on it, releasing
1: that expectation for them to be able to respond like you wanted them to and yeah. really just do everything out of love and understand that it is a privilege that, that I still get to love on my mother
0: yes yes exactly oh that's so beautiful
1: that is it's our privilege to serve it's our privilege to love on other people um and so that helped me so much because at first when I was also because you know I want to bring up the fact again that it took years Okay, I want yes. everyone listening to this to understand that it takes years. It won't be, some. sometimes, you know, you will have a miracle and it will yeah. be faster than you expected. So leave those possibilities open. Leave those possibilities mm-hmm. open, but also understand that it can take several years, but that it's not in vain because yeah. my breakthrough with my mother took several years. But when yeah. I finally started seeing even a little bit, wow Mm -hmm. wow (laughs) just any (laughs) any kind of progress is good progress celebrate your wins celebrate all your wins you know i was definitely someone that was very hung up over my losses more than i would celebrate my wins just because i grew up being so hard on myself yes um so celebrate those wins because every time that you are You are doing something out of your heart and and your love. That's your energy that you're giving out. And that is sacred and that is beautiful. And those intentions will follow you wherever you are. If you are doing something out of a good intention, it's going to come back to you one way or another, even if you don't see it immediately at that time. And I know getting rejected hurts. I know it hurts because I was trying to love as much as possible and I was getting rejected and I didn't understand and I took it personal I took it personal nothing that anyone does to anyone is ever personal to them
0: that's right that's right that's a hard one to understand and learn completely but yeah it is the truth, girl. I vouch for that big time.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it still comes up for me, you know? I'm not, mm-hmm. even though I consciously know that, maybe subconsciously mm-hmm. when I'm in a situation, I'll be like, oh, I'm taking it personally. Oh, that person must not like me. So that's why they did X, Y, Z. And I feel yeah. like that alone is really such a big issue because then yeah. we are just caught up in understanding why. Like, you know, what did I do? you know, like mm-hmm. what, what made them want to treat me like that, you know? And so it's not, it's not that it's not personal. We mm-hmm. are going to act out what we have learned subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Um, and only a, a very small percentage, percentage of it is, is going to be conscious. And I know Personally, for me, I grew up in such a survival mode and a survival state, Mm -hmm. kind of like when your dad like slapped you that that for me brought up the fact that there are some things that I do that I know come from a survival place Mm -hmm. that come from a place where like I consciously know it's wrong, but subconsciously in the heat of the moment, I'll act on it because that's all I knew how to do. Yeah. And to be able to recognize that pattern and to let go of it, that we, that we all make mistakes, that we can release it. We can release the guilt and the shame and that we can make it better and that we can apologize and we can really mean it and we can seek help, you know, we can seek support. You know, I really think of it as support. I really think of it as support yeah. because I want everyone listening to know that you have always had everything that you needed inside of you. And I know it sounds so cliche. and But when you get to that moment and you, you truly understand that, that you had the power to liberate yourself from all of those yeah. things that you thought were holding you back, that's, that's what I'm here for. Because you know 90% of the world is not living up to their true potential i really believe that and look at look yeah. at how amazing life is look at how amazing yeah. people people are still doing amazing things yeah. creating loving and that's not even our full potential
0: just imagine girl imagine everybody's stepping into the great in
1: their greatness oh my god yes so i want i want to open that possibility you know there's yes. so many limiting beliefs that we have learned that we have been programmed that we have been indoctrinated you know to know and we can unlearn those things and remember our true power because we have had it all along mm-hmm. everything that we've always needed and When I know sometimes listening to someone else say it, you know, sometimes it resonates, sometimes it doesn't. But for the people Mm -hmm. listening to this, you know, explore that the next time that you're feeling uh, some type of way that you don't like. Explore the fact that you have the power in that moment to release expectations of people, to forgive people, to let go of that emotion and recognize it for what it's for. For me person I'm a very analytical person so I like to understand and once I feel like I understand or that I will understand in the future I can be at peace. And that's what we all want we want to be at peace. You know, we we want to be in that place where we we have that love that we're not feeling anxious or des- you know feeling like we're chasing after some kind of feeling some kind of emotion um, yeah. I saw this picture the other day. It was like, you know, happiness is kind of like a butterfly. You know, you go try to chase it. Mm-hmm. But then when the moment you're not paying attention, the butterfly will come and land right on your shoulder. Yeah, that's
0: the way the universe works. Huh?
1: Yes. And <laughs> I, I totally want you to do a whole episode on that because the resistance, I know that stuff is tricky because I didn't understand it. And sometimes when I'm in the middle of my situation, sometimes I still Mm -hmm. don't understand it. And so Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that you had me on here, David, because these conversations are so powerful and to, to be open, to have these conversations with each other and for everyone to be able to listen and, and to know that people are here and people want to listen and we have solutions and we have fun stuff to do. And sometimes, the best therapy in the world is for us to just play for us to enjoy yeah. ourselves for us to do nice right. things for ourselves and and have fun and not worry about the future just focus on right now
0: you know what i love i have to tell you this I, i'm uh i'm honoring you right now because you know you mentioned your age um a little earlier and you're my hope you're my hope because you know, I mean, first of all, you're an old soul that I know for mm-hmm. sure, but you're in a 21 year old body, man. You know what I'm saying? And I've, I've had a lot of conversations with, with my younger brothers and sisters, and I just can't believe it because man, to be this aware, to be like, to have this clarity and understanding um, and, and to be in your heart space the way you are, it, it uh, man, I just, it excites me. and makes me happy. It gives me a lot of hope because I know that when I was your age, I didn't I mean, I'm 111 years old, right now, you know what I'm saying? When I was your age, I didn't, I didn't get that. I wasn't even close to getting that. I was caught up in the game. I was lost, you know what I'm saying? And uh, and and you know that was my journey. It's all good. But what I'm really saying is that it, it makes me really happy. puts a smile on my face to to see this this newer generation um, just being so aware and alive and just uh you know mm. just giving their gifts to the world and I think that you know what you said a little earlier regarding doing these podcasts and sharing what we share because I you know I'm always uh, seeing your Instagram post and everything as well and I love it because it's like the more that we continue to share the more that we you know consume th- th- the same as well it'll manifest even more and I'm telling you like I've had so much feedback about, oh, David, you know, I love you and your podcast. They motivate me. They inspire me. They change the way I was thinking and they change my energy, my state, all this stuff. That's like, oh my God, it makes me so happy. And I think that's just a reflection of who we all are and what we're all wanting. And once again, it goes back to that connection, you know, because we truly are one, all of us, we're all connected. You know what I'm saying? It's just so beautiful. And so I'm just excited. I'm excited to, to, to share this time with you. And, and, uh, you know, I just appreciate you just sharing your heart and just keeping it real, man. and We can't go wrong with that.
1: Thank you so much, David. This is literally just the beginning of our journey, whether we feel like, you know, we're in the beginning or the end, it's always the beginning. And there's never, there's never an end. It's, it's always going to be new. And it doesn't matter, you know, what age we are at, because I also know that my mom is in her awakening process and I know that um, she kind of feels like, oh man, I wish I knew this sooner. But we are right on time. We are <laughs> I love we that. are all right on time. You're exactly where you need to be. You're going through exactly what you needed to go through because yeah, I'm 21, but that pressure, oof, the, the, <laughs> the universe gonna put that you pressure are, on you. you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that. I love that. So check this out, girl. We're, we're already, we're, we're getting close to wrapping it up, right? Man, it went by super fast, but I like to end the podcast with this question. Okay. And I feel that you've already you know been touching it the, the, along the whole way, but you know, you know, I'll kind of want you to hit it home and just wrap it all up. Right. If you had the microphone to the world where the world is listening, what would you tell the world?
1: We have way more in common than we have different. We all have the same needs. We all want to feel loved and feel safe, cared for, and to express that love to other people. And so, when we realize that we all have the same needs, we can understand people a lot more because people are just acting and reacting based on what they need at that time and how they know how to get that, you know? And so, Seek to understand, seek to understand yourself, seek to understand your brother, seek to understand your sister and learn how to forgive yourself, because when you forgive yourself, you forgive the world.
0: I love you, my sister. Oh, Thank you so much,
1: man. I love you so much, David, giving you a super big (laughs) hug, sending so many hugs out to everyone listening to this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast. You are literally already taking those steps to to wherever you want to be, wherever you want to go, whatever you want to experience. And no one can take that from you. No one.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, thank you once again, Michelle. And I'd like to tell my, all my, uh, you know, audience and listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and, and uh, spending this moment with us more to come. I love you guys. Let's continue flowing. Let's continue flowing like water. Let's continue just carrying this energy with us in this light and let's keep sharing it and spreading it, okay? Earn your life, everyone. Love you guys. Take care. Thank you, Michelle.
1: Peace and love, everyone.
0: Yeah.